0: Hi, welcome to the Theta Game Podcast, the official podcast at of thetagame.com. I'm your host, Juni, and thanks for tuning in. These are only my opinions, and anything said in this podcast, a future podcast, should not be considered financial advice. I have stock positions in Visa. Thanks. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, don't know why I said that, um, but uh, feeling pretty good today. Uh, My mom is having one of her good days. And so just the world is, I mean, it's crazy. Uh, She's having a good day. It's really sunny. It's nice here in Monterey. Uh, I go back down to SoCal, uh, back at home home. Uh, Well, I guess that's my home. This is a home home. But I go back um, on Wednesday, I think, uh, in three days. Uh, Excited to go back. Excited to see my friends again. Um, and then moving, or not moving, but coming back up here during Thanksgiving time. Uh, but I think I know what to bring, uh, what not to bring. Um, and I think next time I come up here, um, I'll have my live stream on Twitch schedule already. And by the way, everybody that's followed me on Twitch um, already at twitch.tv slash Gang, just like my Twitter, um, I have the list of the 100 people um that followed me first so you guys will be getting a cool flare and or achievement when that feature comes out i have it all logged don't worry um also today is like all the pieces are falling in place today today's just a really good feeling day i'm really happy this is one of the good days you know sometimes your boy doesn't feel so good uh because there's you know a lot of things going on but today's just a really good day and it happens to be my 52nd episode And I can proudly say, 52 weeks ago, a.k.a. one year ago, I recorded my first podcast episode. Um, This is absolutely a shout out to my girlfriend. Um, She's the one that convinced, she like just mentioned it. I just ran with it. I just did it that day. Um, She mentioned, babe, why don't you do a podcast? Uh, You love talking about this. Uh, I'm pretty sure she just wanted me to stop talking to her about it. So now I'm talking to the abyss where, you know, a few people listen. (laughs) So um, that happened 52 weeks ago. And I haven't missed a single episode. If I wasn't going to record or if I wasn't going to be here a certain weekend, maybe I'll record on the Friday or the Thursday before I leave. But I have always done this weekly. And I am ultra proud of that uh i I feel like you know every time i say walk the walk on twitter i feel like people like grind their teeth they're like yeah we get it we know but this is this is what i'm talking about i do it so i can flex and say these type of things because when it comes to starting your own thing and really being passionate about one thing sometimes you might not be motivated every day but if you do something enough you just really get in the habit of like, okay, you know what, I'm just gonna do this because this is the thing that I love and it's gonna help grow the platform. I need, I need to be real if I say I'm real, right? So uh, this is just a pat on the back for myself. Uh, I'm really proud of this, this achievement. Um, and you know, I'm just really thankful for the community that we've built this last year. Right now we're hovering around 5.7K users We're growing faster than ever. I know I say that every time I say it, but uh, it seems like these 1,000 user milestones are coming faster and faster. Um, Just ultra grateful. Um, I I suspect that there will be a huge influx of new users um, when it gets down to, uh, you know, when I start doing my live stream um, and then when I eventually go on YouTube. Uh, oh man, I have I have tons of plans for YouTube. You know those cringy videos where people are like, "Oh, these are the top ten though. My best top ten uh, investing tips. And uh, you should diversify. And uh, you should only put in how much you can afford. And uh, you know, like all that basic stuff. And it's super cringy because then they they give you this like weebull referral code uh, to give you free stock when it's a really like gross platform and they don't even themselves use it. They just use it to get that bonus that I've like ousted them on. Ah, uh, it's it's not a good look, right? When you um, pitch something that you don't yourself use, I I, I, I am just totally against that. So um, just before I go on a tangent, I just want to end with this note. That's the same reason why I always recommend Robinhood, and I don't give you a referral code. I just tell you, hey, go sign up for Robinhood. It's an excellent uh, solution for beginners, um, and that you know anyone pitching you. A platform or a service that they don't themselves use but just accrue referral points is not a good indicator of that platform right so um this is me if you're just listening maybe this happens to be your first episode this is a, gonna be a good one because i'm super pumped about the 52 weeks um use robinhood keep on using robinhood if you are it's an excellent platform i'm not going to give you a referral code it's just from the bottom of my heart like it's it's the it's the platform to use today Moving along in the weekly plays, let me bring this up here. Uh, I thought I had it up earnings. You know, what, I'm gonna keep. I'm not. I'm gonna keep recording because hearing my keyboard might make you guys feel like, or you guys and girls might feel like you're here with me. Um. Yeah. So this week is the beginning of earnings season. Um. You guys and girls already know that I always say what? Say it. Three, two, one. Earnings are fun. <laughs> Earnings are dangerous. Earnings are dangerous. Um, uh, so for earnings this week, before open on Monday, we have Pepsi. Uh, so if you're just now listening to this and this is where you get your earnings news, you're not going to be able to play Pepsi. Uh, I also advise that you don't because, um, you know, earnings are dangerous. Um, but Tuesday before open, you have a lot of banks. Uh, you have one airline as well. You have Wells Fargo, J.P. Morgan Chase, uh, and Citibank. Um, as well as Delta Airlines, um, before open on Wednesday, you have Goldman Sachs and U.S. Bank Corp. Um, and then before open on Thursday, uh, you have Domino's, Bank of America, Johnson and Johnson, and Morgan Stanley, as well as Charles Schwab. Um, and then after close on Thursday, uh, you have Netflix. Uh, I thought after close on Wednesday or Thursday was eBay as well, but uh, I can't confirm that. Um, I don't see it in the earnings whispers chart. And I also uh, have seen the date moving in Robinhood and Tastyworks. So I can't confirm that right now. But I will absolutely be looking out at eBay. I really like eBay, but I think the run-up is a little high. Well, I mean, yeah, you got you to give it up to COVID and everything. This This rally is pretty insane. So it's a little scary buying right now. But, you know, if you easily, or not easily, but if you go in little by little, it can't hurt, you know. Um, uh, Just be wary that, you know, this is a very rough time to buy because it's hard to justify any price. Um, But yeah, also before open on Friday, yeah, BlackRock. I know I've mentioned this company before because they had something to do with, I think, uh, Microsoft. It could be Amazon, but I'm pretty sure it's Microsoft. But I can't say anything about them. I don't know what they do. Uh, And then you have Allied Bank uh, before open on Friday as well. So uh, this is going to kick off uh, the earnings season. Uh, There's going to be lots of tech earnings, lots of semiconductor earnings in the following weeks. Um, You know, no matter how bearish you could be right now, I understand there's riots, there's protests, there's COVID. You might not feel so good about a certain person in the leadership position. You can feel that you know things are too chaotic. The people are dying too much. Uh, people are dying too little. If you're if you're one of those people, um, you, you know it's it's a tough time to have a unbiased, emotionless uh perspective. And all I ask is if you're playing earnings this week, you understand that it's fun first, uh, and that they're also dangerous so a few things i want to bring out bring out and like just put out in the air is um when you buy a call and you're really bullish on a bank uh or you buy a call on netflix and you think wow everyone's you know everyone's buying netflix now because everyone's at home um and they maybe have the best original content so they're gonna grow even faster than all the other stream services you can think all this but when you buy an option especially in earnings volatility is higher so their options are gonna be more expensive making your break even harder to achieve and so becoming profitable on these earnings plays that you're doing becomes exponentially harder. Um, it's incredibly hard to gauge just how far something's supposed to move. There's something called the expected move. Um, I would trust that you know, everyone does their own due diligence on how to find that. Different brokerages have different ways of showing uh, expected moves. Maybe they have it built into the UI or maybe they just have it as a percentage number. Um, but you know, there's many ways where you can formulate a play on earnings. Like if you're bullish or bearish, you buy or sell a call or, you know, um, maybe you buy or sell a put, maybe slap an iron condor on there if you're neutral and you just want to collect the premium. There are so many ways you can play earnings. Um, but you can choose not to play any of them. And that is what I advise. If you are newer to options, if you are um, just learning or maybe, you know, these past few episodes, I feel like I've done a a decent job at like motivating people to do stick behind a system. If you, if you're already doing a system, if you're doing your system, you, you need to reflect right now, uh, how well your system is doing. And if this earnings play, uh, went to max loss, like for example, if you bought a call on Netflix for $400 um, and it expired worthless, how many correct plays in your system do you have to do to make up that $400? Because what hurts me the most is that you you, you have all these very bright, um, young software engineers that worked really hard to get that first position, and now they have tons of money, but they don't know how to appropriately invest it. Uh, I know I did not when I first started. Um, it was a lot of money. It gave, it made me feel like you know I could just like gamble some of it away for like this ticket of wealth, whatever. Um, truth is, you're going to get got, and you shouldn't. This is the most important time of your life to develop a good money habit, uh, because if you lose faith in the stock market now, you will never regain faith in the stock market ever so you have to come out of this in the next two or three years if you're in the working age and you have a full-time job and you get paid decently well you have to get accustomed to wins and losses you need to be able to wake up in the morning on a three percent down day off of some tweet and be okay with it but you you're not going to get okay with it if you're consistently paying these uh, very dangerous options right uh, because when you play Dangerous Options and there's bad news and you're bullish on it, uh, it's going to make you really, really hurt. Um, and so, you know, my Discord and, you know, everybody that's associated with the Theta Gang service, I'm pretty sure they're annoyed of me by now. Uh, but they stick around because, you know, it's, it's a positive community. And we like, I feel like it's an, actually like a, like a really good group of people. It's not just traders, and that's why I value them most, is that no matter how bearish someone is, that person that's super bearish will be open to hear the other side. And this type of thinking is really rare, not just in trading, but just in general. So, as this community grows, you know, and this is definitely a worry of mine when I, you know, Uh, either make an appearance on live stream or YouTube is that the channel will grow really fast. I can already tell. Um, And I don't want to lose scope in what this platform means. And we're going to keep it it, with the same message. Even if it means me quitting the live stream or YouTube service. If I find that it grows too fast, I'd be willing to not do it for a certain time until I have more logistics planned out. Because the last thing I want is all my seats taken because, you know, people find out, like, oh, this kid knows knows how to do stuff, and I just want to see his traits. Like, I don't want those type of people. And that's why I don't post um, my gains and say, like, or my patrons' gains and say, like, wow, look at my service. Yo, yeah, d- d- join, and you'll get the same thing, too. Oh, yeah, high five, man, yeah. That, that is the wrong mentality when it comes to trading. One of the, my favorite tweets that I got the other day was that... Um, I tweeted something snarky like I usually do. And then someone made a genuine comment saying like, you know, one of my friends asked me what stocks to buy. And then he replied to his friend, um, I won't tell you what stocks to buy, but I'll send you a link on how to determine what stocks to buy. And I thought that was really dope. And that's what the Discord's all about. Um, but that's also a person not in the discord, right? So this is a very cool community where people are just genuinely nice and giving good advice, and I want to protect that no matter what. Theta Gang will not sell out to a company that would not respect that. Right, like if I ever got acquired, that has to be written in paper. Like it has to be fine line dotted that Theta Gang will always be people first, like or like just positivity and all that stuff first, even if it means making it exclusive. But right now, it's open. And people that sign up are just nice in general. There's like no one hating each other. Uh, There is that little blurb on the bottom of the comment box saying that don't be an ass, like no warnings. Uh, But uh, (laughs) that probably has to do a lot with it. But yeah, as long as you're a decent person, you're going to have a great time on the platform. You're going to learn a lot and you're going to see how real other people are, you know? Like other people are putting their trades out there to learn, to get feedback. And you can do the same as well. And you can also track your progress. Uh, Something that goes along with using the service is like, you know, when you open a trade on your own and then you have to log it, if logging it is really annoying, do you really have a system? Like if you don't enjoy seeing how your process works, do you really have a system or are you more of an emotional trader or are you more of just like intuition trader? um that doesn't have a system right you just go by gut feeling like does that work for you do you have a positive pnl or do you have a good pnl you know like so many things and sorry for that long tangent um but this is my 52 weekly episode so i'm allowed to do tangents (laughs) um yeah i am just looking at like my old theta gang folder i i mean not old, but like my fade game folder, and I'm looking at all the screenshots of what my site looked like before, and I have screenshots of my user account because I'd like send them to like my girlfriend or I send them to like my stepdad. Um, it's 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 feels so good. It feels so good that I finally found something that I'm really passionate about and that I'm doing, uh, and just having a great community with it. I'm so. Lucky, and I, I want to just thank you guys and girls for all the very kind emails as of late. I've been getting more and more emails. Um, I read all of them, uh, but I can't reply to all of them. Sorry, um, and yeah, I think I'm boring you guys and girls, so I'm gonna stop right there. Just thank you so much, and let's go on to the new website updates. So nothing new uh, feature-wise for the website, but a bug was fixed where previously sometimes if a comment was too short, you wouldn't be able to reply to it. Uh, I won't bore you with details, but you can click on it now, so that's fixed. Um, But this is just a reminder. I feel like I say this every time and I'm sorry, but if you are on the website and something's not working, you can email me at at juniathetagang.com. Please provide detailed screenshots and descriptions on how we produce it and I will get it fixed, right? Like this is, this is a, um, this was a report um, by Cappuccino again, right? Like this, this dude's like literally a QA engineer right now. Um, And he sent, he sent me in discord like, hey Junie, this is, this isn't clickable. How do I reply to this dude? Um, And we got that fixed. Uh, And now everyone on the website can reply. Um, You guys and girls know that, was that the bystander effect when you know you expect someone else to do something? Like if someone's having a heart attack, um, you expect someone else to call 911. But then that person also expects someone else to call 911. This is this is the same thing. I I encourage people. Uh, I'm never like I I'll never yell at you and be like, oh why are you why are you doing this to my website? You're using it wrong. You're doing no I'll never do that. I'm always thankful for bug reports or anything. Um, and I'll get it fixed as fast as possible. I have a regular working and living schedule, but I always find time to f- fix bugs and stuff. Um, but just one more time, uh, this is just a bug report from someone. I didn't do this on my necessarily on my own time. I didn't find this out on my own time. This was something brought up. So this platform is growing as much as you guys and girls want it to, right? Like if you guys and girls want this feature, let me know if you guys and girls hate this feature <laughs> let me know if you guys and girls find a bug let me know i'm always um open to feedback always 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 uh, as long as it's like uh, good criticism and not just you know saying oh junior you you suck dude <laughs> um but yeah um i think that is it i thought i had another one i re- update my script throughout the week actually and i'll go ahead and save it for the end uh if i if i so choose uh, otherwise i'll just leave it out but uh let's go into today's topic Today's kind of like off the cuff. Um, I want to just talk about challenges of having cash as a position. Um, a lot of people are now saying, you know, I'm 50% cash. I'm uh, I'm 80% cash. Uh, the market's going to go down, so I'm going to buy cheap later. Um, there are pros and cons to obviously any position you are in and you have to remember yes cash is absolutely a position um but i mean that really goes into i don't know philosophy a little bit like is is it really a position if you're not doing anything um because the lack of making money doesn't necessarily define a position right like it, you don't really gain anything uh for keeping in cash rather you lose to inflation Um, So let's just talk about that a little bit. Because I feel like that's like a main point that a lot of, um, you know, a lot of old money is sitting on the sidelines right now. I think you'll see that criticism a lot on Twitter. Um, A lot of old people, and I mean old as in like the boomer generation, are sitting on the sidelines. They're waiting for another crash uh, similar to the COVID stuff. So a lot of them are saying there's going to be a second wave, third wave. There's going to be another drop down. And so that is, that's a very dangerous mentality to adopt, right? Like if you're consistently waiting for the best price, you will never be able to play. I can absolutely see, um, you know, if you uh, got out at uh, the bottom of COVID, meaning you sold maybe for a loss or some decent profit if you were in the market for a long time. That you see this sudden rise back up and you think it's unjustified um, or irrational. And that is true. That is true. Anybody with a bullish mindset right now will tell you, oh, the Fed cut rates, so you got to go all in. This is the best time to buy. Or like um, the death rates are stagnant, so like, you know, not more people are dying and just cases or numbers are going up because, you know, people are going to get tested more. Um, so, you know, as long as the death stays stable, that's okay. Oh, ICU people, uh, you know, those beds are fine. There's looks like capacity. The bearish side is the total opposite of everything that's been said, right? So it, you shouldn't formulate such a strong opinion um, with these emotional drivers, right? Like if someone came up to you and said that just out of nowhere that they stated that they were of the opposite political party, um, you know, some people have the gut reaction to fight. Some people just like want to start arguing right then and there, you know? Um, and I want to just, you know, put this into perspective. Like I don't personally think that there will be a sharp drop. And if there is, I'm protected for it. I understand my max loss on all my positions. I'm fine with it. Um, but when, you know, my aunt and I speak, or you know, even my dad when we speak, um, he might say, "Oh, you know what? There's gonna be a, there's gonna be another wave coming, um, and uh, I'm gonna buy the dip then." That there is so many things that need to go correct, and I like to say right because I don't I don't want the economy to die. I don't want people to die. There are so many things that have to go correct with your thesis for that for that wave down, and you're and you're gonna list. A lot of things. You're going to list unemployment numbers, riots, protests, all this stuff. You're going to name a whole entire list of why the the economy should go all the way back down to where it was. And you're going to think you're rational. Yes, you are rational. But guess what is not rational? The market. Most people can't grasp this concept because everything in life that you've been taught it teaches you that everything has a reason to happen and that's why people are able to market these services and trading strategies and all this stuff to basically suckers that believe that this stuff right like if what happens when you sign up for a service and this person has been like bearish this entire time and then the, the 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 stock prices never drop right like then you figure out wow this guy or this girl is the same as me they she thinks the same as me right like this this type of thinking is so like toxic so you know when someone comes up to me and says i'm going to buy for cheaper i'm going i'm going i'm going to buy for cheaper you know i'm just going to wait i'm going to wait until spy hits 220 200 i'll buy then um well, first of all, good luck. um but second, i don't I don't say i don't I don't say that. I don't say good luck. um, I just say, you know what that's that that would be a great deal. that's that's why I usually say that would be a great price for you to enter and then they they almost seem puzzled like oh this this, this guy doesn't want to argue with me." Yeah, like what the fuck?" And they say like, what do you think right like and then I say, you know, there are a lot... It's just like when I'm talking about this podcast. There are a lot of things going wrong. Yes, I agree. This world... If you watch the news all the time, if you do all this, do, uh, you know, uh, participate in all these riots and stuff, which is a good thing, right? I think, I think protesting all that stuff is healthy. You should absolutely be okay with protesting. I have mixed feelings with rioting, but those are my own opinions. I'm allowed to have those. But you should always feel free to do all that stuff. But doing that stuff will not warp your mind because i don't want to make it sound like a negative connotation but it's going to make you focus on those things more coming from someone that you know is pretty down the line neutral um i just make sure that my ass is covered right like i just make sure that if the economy went to zero um i'm fine right like i don't put all my money in the market um i have max loss accounted for i'm okay with assignment yes it would really suck and i would be sad but it wouldn't end me right and this is this is how you should trade right if you don't feel like the if you are sorry if you do feel like the economy is gonna go down um you know why don't you start a position now Just following the trend, you know you you will like a tweet that says "trend is your friend," like a three word tweet, and think you're really smart. But when it comes down to it, and you look at the chart, you're gonna zoom into the two day, and you're gonna look at this sharp drop, and you're gonna be like, you know what? I could pick it up for a dollar cheaper tomorrow, right? You need to develop this mindset where you are in it for the long term. Oh, but Judy, yeah. I am in it for the long term. I have a long portfolio. The thing thing is, when you have that mindset, I wish I could meet you in person and call you out. And I wish I could meet you in person and ask you for updates on how your portfolio is doing. Because what most people think they do is they, they say they want a long portfolio or they want to go long on this. But what happens is they hold it for a few days, it starts going down and they sell for a loss. That is just plain fact and simple. This is something that's going to be talked about over and over again on YouTube um, yeah it people tie a lot of their ego into finance and it's understandable in America you know the more money you have t- typically the more power you have um, and there's a lot of emotion that goes into ego ego is very emotion driven um, but you have to just be real with yourself if you if your ego gets so big, and you say I'm a genius. I'm gonna short Tesla. Guess what happens? Tesla is gonna get squeezed and it goes higher. And then you're gonna think, Wow, you know what? You know, Elon tweeted this and tweeted that. This is so volatile. It'll come back down for sure. You know, one month later, it's like twenty, thirty, forty dollars more expensive. Uh, and now you're like exponentially more at a loss. Or that's not how math works, but you, you're at a bigger loss. That's that's a better way to describe it. And you have to just understand that these very black and white images that you have about the market, meaning like, you know, I'm only gonna buy at 220 or 2 on John Spy, is not a good behavior or mindset to approach with this market. It is much more healthy to buy some stock, right? Like and I'm saying if you have like a 10k portfolio, um, you know that means heck just buy one share of apple like one share and that's it and just watch that price go up and down like get used to it um in that way if you if the stock market goes to zero you're out only 300 bucks but at least you have some skin in the game um cash is a position and it's getting almost meme status for when people say uh, I'm in cash and then they like add at the end cash is a, or a reminder that cash is a position like people will like that tweet for sure. I could tweet that right now saying remember that cash is a position and people will like it but that is so cringy and so not me. I choose not to do it right like when you are in all cash you are losing money because you are choosing not to put it in a robo portfolio. You are choosing not to put it in your IRA or your 401k match. You are sitting on cash. When you are in cash, you are also not in a savings account, okay? that is That does not mean cash. Cash is just, just like the amount of money you have in your brokerage account that's not being used. That's like the definition of cash, right? You have money ready to go because it's a position. You're, you're, you're positioned to be ready. When you are putting in a savings account, you are fighting inflation. You are not beating inflation, but at least you're doing something there. So there's a trade-off. There's absolutely a trade-off of being cash. So you have to constantly have like fight this inner battle with yourself. It's like, are the bulls correct? Are the bears correct? Are, can I pick and choose some points on both sides? You know, that probably sounds like a good idea. sounds like a rational idea. But most people uh, aren't rational as well. And that's why you have all these inflated prices because people don't care if Tesla is profitable yet. They just know that Elon's going to change the world. You know, people don't care about the ridiculous price that Amazon's at because they just know that they have everything. Um, some people don't even price in, um, what's that, uh, anti... It's that law when it gets too big. I always want to say anti-piracy. Oh, my God. what? What is that? Uh, when a company gets too big, law. What is it? Um, big law business. No, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. What is the name? Oh, my gosh. I can't remember what it's called. It's anti... You guys are screaming it right now. Um... Uh, dude 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 control f anti anticipate dang it okay i'm gonna have to cut out hold on i need to find this word it's bothering me of course right when i press the stop button antitrust right antitrust let me just verify antitrust law yeah so people like amazon don't care about antitrust laws i'm so sorry i had to figure that out um but yeah so there's people that don't have exit strategies they don't have entry strategies that just buy what they want to buy and that is what makes the market irrational people do there are other people that do nowhere near as much research as you that do better than you because they just follow what everyone else is doing and sometimes that works most of the time i'd say that works right that's that's how like spy is so big or qqq is so big it's just they're pushing they're putting passive income in there and then now you're typing in the you're getting ready to message me like oh don't you know that michael burry thinks that the, the, the spy and qqq are too big and like, yes i am i am aware of that but i don't i don't choose to not trade because of one genius that is calling it right like sure it can happen one day everyone chooses to exit for whatever money is left um but i choose to take that risk um some people's risk appetite is smaller um so i hope that you know maybe when you exit the market you come up with a plan to bring in you know some passive income maybe start some youtube videos you start um i don't know a website of your own you you mow mow a few lawns or you know you help out with uh, you find another passive job i don't know Um, cash is a losing position. Um, the only reason why it doesn't work is because people go all in. And I know I say this over and over again, but the accounting for max loss is super important. If you truly account for max loss, that means you expect the stock market to basically go to zero. Okay. As long as you don't have like your entire life savings in the market, you will be fine. And number one rule of investing is like don't invest the money you can't afford to lose. A lot of people don't remember that. They say, you know, I'm going to put it into the market so it could, it could help me with the retirement later, which is a great idea. I think it's a, it's a particularly safe idea. A lot of people are doing it. Um, I do it. But I put some money away where it's really safe. Like I don't, I don't plan on touching that money. I just let that money grow with auto deposits like I mentioned before. Um, but you have to fight those inner thoughts, right? Like you have to realize sometimes you're being a little bit too bearish and sometimes you have to realize you're being a little too bullish. Um, and it takes a level of maturity to understand when you're on one of those sides. Um, if you are consistently too neutral, you will get got as well, right? Like if you if you're really egotistic and you really believe in the market not moving because there's too many good things and too many bad things. And you like go on in on a short iron condor. Like you, you say, Oh, this is a free premium. Uh, and it goes max loss. you're base, you're doomed, right? That's a lot of money that you put up for a neutral bet. So no matter what, you gotta assume that the stock market will go to zero. That way, when you enter these positions, you have a better peace of mind. Um, you know, if it means you only buying one share a week to get your position position started or position resumed. Because, you know, like I said earlier, um, older people have pulled out a lot of their money and there's a lot of money on the sidelines. You'll see that again on Twitter. Um, but you got to get back in at some point. Uh, unless if you truly think you're going to be okay with that money, right? There is a chance we dip down to 200. I don't discount that. I never say no we're not. I always say that would be a great price for you to pick up those shares at. That's me. I don't discount anything, but I don't bet on that thing happening. Like I don't like putting in money and saying it has to go to 220 so I'm gonna buy the 220 put. I think that's a losing bet. Not because I don't think it'll happen, but because so many things have to go right your way within that time frame for that put option so i'm gonna wrap things up here Uh, i think you guys and girls understand where i'm coming from cash is a position but it's not a good position you should not be cash all the time there's a reason why people uh you know remind people that it's a position because it's It's rare, you know, if you're a boomer or someone that grew up long ago, you know that just putting money in the stock market is a good idea. Um, As new millennial investors join the market with all these fractional shares and everything, it's going to get a little bit more volatile. People are not used to losing money. People are, you know, not used to waking up and being down 2K and then, you know, a month later being back to normal, right? Like stocks uh, stocks do go down sometimes. Uh, they do generally go up, but they do go down, and you have to be uh, accustomed to that. If you're not accustomed to that, uh, and if you never get accustomed to it, you're going to be one of the people that just never joined the market, and maybe get bitter. You know, like, oh, all these stuff are is happening, and why are you investing in in the market when uh, you know all this other stuff is happening? It's like you'll come up with these really, really emotionally charged statements, and it's up to you you can stay out of the market or stay cash for however long you want um but at some point you have to come to realize that with a max loss in mind and accounting for max loss that slowly going back in is not a bad idea we can still go down to 200 and if you're young enough all of that won't matter and if you have a good auto deposit history, if you have a good cash flow, you can continue lowering your break even by buying when it's at 200 like you said before. It's just perspective. A lot of people go cash and then they just forget about the market. The market will do its own thing. We are just playing with the big boys or the big girls right like they're they're making big money move up and down moving the indices up and down our trades don't really matter their trades matter but you got to go with the flow if you miss the flow you can't be mad at the flow and you can't be mad at anyone else that's in the flow right if there's a way to make money and if people understand the risk you can't hate on that person for taking on that risk and then getting rewarded for it because not everyone should follow your rules, right? You shouldn't have to follow my rules. I just give some piece of advice here and there. Um, But that's just America in a nutshell, right? Like you can do whatever you want. I'm saying if you want to stay cash, stay cash. These are just some points from a millennial investor um, that is... And definitely was a lot like you guys and girls. Uh, I know a lot of you guys and girls are from Wall Street bets. Um, and I think that's awesome. I've learned a lot from Wall Street Bets. It was a little bit better before. Not saying like oh back in my day, but uh, you can still find some good content on there. Um, go cash, do go all in. I don't. I don't care. Okay, like just be careful, right? Like imagine if someone said, "Don't go all in right now." Um, and then this move, the stock market mooned, like you don't want to be that person that told someone what to do. Um, I'm just making sure that you understand the risks of whatever you're trying to do. And this is like a homage to Alex Kearns, right? That episode was really, really heavy because if he had been warned about these risks, um, and what the max losses would have looked like, it would have been better. It would have been better and it would have been managed a lot better. And he he might be he might have been in life today. So this is just me explaining right now. Times are really scary in the market and in real life. But if you account for max loss, it will help you a dozen. If you are all cash and you want to go back in the market. Don't, you, don't, you don't have to put it all in. You can just go little at a time, set up auto deposit, put it in but little by little, and just participate. Um, if you truly feel like cash is the way to go, do it. Just be happy with your decision, but don't be mad at anyone else that's currently playing. Um, it's these types of vibes and lessons I love giving out because I feel like it's just a little bit more into like the type of person I am. I'm just very in the middle, but also just concerned about myself. But will always support anyone that wants to do something. That just, but I just wanted to make sure that they're um, getting some anecdotal, um, you know, experience from me or some 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 blurbs from me. <laughs> that was that was a lot. Wow. So thank you, guys and girls, for listening to this one. This one was a bit longer, but you guys and girls should let me let this one be longer because it's my 52nd week anniversary (laughs) pretty dope feels really good um gonna upload this and i'm going to enjoy the rest of my sunday um and i will see everybody on twitter and everything on monday thank you for tuning in this has been the one year anniversary for the theta gang podcast and i am your host juni want to give a quick shout out to lifesavers shock doc france mike d slow motion nick fires mikos john rico Gaines, goblin hunter my crypto trading slow lane mitch brady theta boy craig thomas gj wilson well that's weird to say correctly Dan J, Heady, Nils, BK, Baked Potato, DM, Josh Ola, Anthony, 511, Moose Ninja, Deep Gift, Menno Dum Dum, Ground Pound 85, Leo Jetson, Make More 2, Just Send It, Bad Trader, Chicken Dinner, cowbunga Dudes, <sighs> Descentia, Saltwater Cure, Lord Skeletor, Cheddar, Cappuccino, Matthew Haunt, Deliz, Reserva, The Jester, IR Guy, Crispy Cream Boy, Hermes, Kaput, Omar Little, Weenie Hut Jr., Chucker Ben, Dilly, Expert Bruno, Rusty Waco, Abstracto, Russian Bot, Shifty, HD Crouton, Web Jam, Wangle. Wangle, Tmg, Yoko, Ensis, The Messiah, JJ, and Beast Mode. Wow, that is the fastest I think I've ever said it. That is nuts. I should actually start timing it. I'm gonna start timing it next next week. If I'm just gonna put in the script right now. Time yourself with Rubik's Cube timer. Oh, this is gonna be so sick. <laughs> just another excuse to make the episodes longer, right? <laughs> um. Yeah, Uh, if you want to support the podcast website, you can use my referral code for TastyWorks. That's DataGang, all caps, one word. Um, Just want to give a quick shout out and thank you to everyone that's used it. Uh, I'm not getting any emails uh, about people that are using it. It's it's actually kind of nuts. Uh, So thank you if you did it just out of an act of kindness. I really, really appreciate it. It's helped a lot. Um, But if you have and you just forgot about it, like... And you want to email me? Like, don't don't worry. I'm not gonna think like, oh, now this guy or now this girl wants to do. It. It's totally fine. Uh, you can email me at Junie at Just send me your first and last name that you use to sign up with, and I'll get you uh, squared away with your flair and uh, access to the Twitter alerts for a month. Um, what else? Uh, just oh, just another thing. Yeah, I, I have a referral code for TastyWorks, but that's because that's the broker I use. Like, I genuinely use tasty works i don't even use robin hood anymore i used to but if you're a newer beginner i still think robin hood is even better than tasty works if you're just beginning i think robin hood is better um what else what else uh i think that is it you can follow me on twitter at real theta gang you can email me at junie at ThetaGang.com. uh you can follow me on twitch Uh, I can actually, since I officially announced it, I guess. Follow me on Twitch. This is for my script. Real Theta Gang. Yeah, you follow me on Twitch there. Um, My first live stream is going to be longer than usual. Uh, I think to keep it fun and festive, I'm not going to record, like, every day. Uh, Just in the beginning, I might do once a week for, like, 30 minutes at a time. But my first one might be an hour. um, Just so you guys and girls could, like, get to know me a little bit better. And then we can, like, talk about, I don't know, stocks. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um yeah. Welcome to the 1%. Uh you guys and girls might see people on the website with a 1% flare. Um that is for getting this far. Uh on a few episodes, I say like the last few uh, I've been talking near the end uh just about random things. I actually in the beginning of this episode um, I think I mentioned that I'll talk about it at the end if I had the time. I'm, I'm going to talk about it now. Um, I had like an eight minute segment in this in this episode about like like awareness for suicide. Um, but I thought it was a little too heavy. Um, but if you get this far and you understand what the one percent is, uh, I trust that you just know that you know th- these are just this is just me talking and you you can just cut out like this is nothing to do with stocks is nothing uh you can just cut out uh and i'll just see you on the next episode uh this week and last week or maybe the week before you we've learned that recful and olana uh committed suicide on twitch and it was so heavy on those days it was it was really bad like just looking at how someone can, you know, feel the love of a lot of people, uh, like on Twitch, um, but still do those things just sheds to light, like, you know, fame isn't everything. Like, you can definitely still feel sad. I mean, there, there are a lot more famous people on just in, in just like Hollywood that have, um, like Robin Williams, that also kill himself. Um, it sucks. You can send someone like the suicide hotline number. You can do all that stuff, but the the real deep stuff, no one really talks about or isn't shed to light. Like if you call the suicide hotline number, and you still tell them that you're suicidal. Like they can call the cops and the cops will come and they'll take you to a mental hospital where you can't commit suicide and you will get fixed. And I'm like using air quotes and stuff. And so some people, some people that think this way, um don't want that right like i'd imagine if i was feeling that way i would not want to go to a mental hospital i just want want people that love me to talk to me um but that's taxing right like if you if you are constantly down all the time it's it's really taxing on the other person to constantly try to help you no matter how much they love you it's really taxing, but uh, yeah, I just I also had like a segment earlier that I cut out where I want to talk about like if you're feeling depressed, if you're doing all this, I understand how annoying it is being sent the suicide hotline number, um, but if you want a place to just chill out, if you want to look forward to something like every week, come by the Twitch chat and uh, just hang out. Like you don't have to do anything. You can literally just chill and sit there and know that like by listening to this right now i like i'm inviting you i'm literally inviting you to just come out and hang out in the twitch chat you don't have to know anything about stocks you don't need to know anything about options and it's just gonna be me being me and it's gonna be positive and it's gonna be it's gonna be fun so if you're feeling depressed and you just happen to be one percent that hears this know that there is someone else like you out there and you can come by and hang out you know say 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 something one or two and uh say say one or two things <laughs> that came out they came out weird um but to end this episode thank you everyone again one, one last time for sticking around and listening for like a like an entire year that is crazy time really does fly I cherish every moment, every triggering moment, every sad moment, every happy moment. I remember all of them, and I'm growing more than ever. Not just like user base wise, but like just like as a person. It, it, it's it's a really fun experience, and I just want to share that joy with everyone else. And um, yeah, we will change Fintw- it Like I've, I, I feel like I say that too much, but it's just how i feel i think this is a non-impacted uh industry Uh, finance is impacted but like i'm talking about like fintwit. um i'm going to change it and it's gonna be fun it's gonna be positive and it will be done so thank you guys and girls for tuning in i will stop this recording and i will see everybody next week bye